And so the nonprofit makeover essentially it helps people do what you were able to do with uh, your nonprofit, right? Exactly. So I knew that when I was at my nonprofit, that my gifts were much greater than one cause. Being able to help so many people and impact and also raise a ton of money online before the pandemic was even a thing. Mm. So I wanted to be able to take those gifts, take those talents and ideas and share them with nonprofits. And then boom, the pandemic hit. And I was like, hey, this is an opportunity for me. A lot of nonprofits were suffering. Exactly. <laughs> there was an opportunity to help other nonprofits that can raise more money, be hip to sharing their uh, mission online and getting more people involved because that's what community is all about. For sure. One of our sponsors is Recon Marketing. Recon is the fastest growing social media marketing agency in Colorado. Recon focuses on becoming an extension of your business while providing social media management, review management, and digital marketing. Recon Marketing, putting you on the radar. Our next sponsor is Atmos Planning. Atmos Planning is changing the way business owners and real estate investors are served by the financial industry. Their website is atmosplanning.com. A-T-M-O-S planning.com. Our next sponsor is Planet Duct. Planet Duct offers astronomical air duct cleaning with the most powerful vacuum trucks in Colorado. They have taken air duct cleaning to a new intergalactic level that is far more powerful and proactive than anything on the market in El Paso County and Southern Colorado. Sheath Underwear. Sheath Underwear has a pouch for the boys. It is everyday underwear for every man. 100% money back on the first pair if you don't like it. Visit sheathunderwear.com and enter the code COSBP20 to get 20% off your order. The People's Tiny House Festival is the nation's largest gathering of simple living, featuring van conversions, bus conversions, and tiny houses, of course. Catch the event in Loveland, Colorado, July 16th and 17th at the Ranch Events Complex. Get your tickets at peoplestinyhousefestival.com slash tickets. Welcome back to the COS Business Podcast, the number one podcast in Colorado Springs and soon the world. <laughs> My name is Andrew Hasley and I am the host of the show. Today I'm sitting here with Kristen Faith Sharp, right? And uh, she's with Boss Babe Networking. And uh, what was the other one? The Nonprofit Makeover. The Nonprofit Makeover. Yes. And uh, I've, I've actually had the pleasure of seeing you talk about your experience on stage at, at um, One Million Cups. And so I'm, I'm familiar with, uh, well, kind of the precursor to the nonprofit makeover in a, in a lot and in, in the story behind that. Uh, do you mind uh, uh, talking a little bit about that? Sure. So just about 10 years ago, I left an abusive relationship and shared my restraining order on Facebook and let the world read it. It was my way of inspiring other people to share their stories in hopes that through my story, they felt empowered to share theirs. Uh, that's what ultimately led to transitioning out of the organization after creating amazing uh, impact, reaching millions of people, raising over a million dollars online, and really mm. changing the way that domestic violence was seen and heard and understood. Um, I transitioned out of the nonprofit back in 2020 and created Boss Babe Networking and the nonprofit makeover. Nice. Yeah. And, and so the nonprofit makeover essentially it helps people do what you were able to do with uh, your nonprofit, right? Exactly. So I knew that when I was at my nonprofit, that my gifts were much greater than one cause. Being able to help so many people and impact and also raise a ton of money online before the pandemic was even a thing. Mm -hmm. So the way that I was building my nonprofit was different than what traditional organizations do now. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be able to take those gifts, take those talents and ideas and share them with nonprofits. And then boom, the pandemic hit. And I was like, hey, this is an opportunity for me. A lot of nonprofits were suffering. Exactly. <laughs> there was an opportunity to help other nonprofits that can raise more money be hip to sharing their uh, mission online and getting more people involved because that's what community is all about. For sure. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what do you think was uh, – uh, we, we, 
I'm not doing the the intros anymore, by the way, Marcus. I don't know if you've noticed. I kind of we we I usually be like, okay, we'll get into that more in this episode, and then bam, 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 you know, music playing. But I decided to. I'm just gonna keep the. We don't need the intros. I don't think. Sure. Uh, we we have an intro kind of thing going, but cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I realized the reason. Actually, I'll get into that right now. Do you know the reason why I didn't? I decided made that decision to not stop doing that is because I don't want it to get in the way of the flow of the conversation. Like if sure. the conversation's going, I noticed that happened. What happened a lot of times is just like I want the conversation to continue. Like, sure. I want I'm here for it. Like, why start it up, stop it, and then start it back up again? You know? Sure, I'm here for it. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. So, so yeah. So, what do you think were some of the the, the main reasons why? Uh, and what was the 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 it rhymed? I remember the nonprofit. Break the silence against yes. domestic violence. <laughs> yes. And do you think that rhyming was was the, the the title was an important aspect of it? Absolutely. The way that people understood domestic violence was very outdated mm-hmm. and for me coming out of an abusive relationship and also growing up with domestic violence I wanted it to be different I wanted it to be cool to talk about the issue mm-hmm. because I didn't want it to be a women's issue or a certain type of person's issue I want it to be everybody's issue for mm-hmm. them to understand that hey you can do something to create a change no matter if you were affected by it no matter if you grew up with it no matter if you know someone that was associated with someone you know that whole thing mm-hmm. so Making it cool to talk about domestic violence was my jam. And the name that I chose for it stood for something much greater than the cause. It Mm -hmm. was a statement. It was a different way to approach domestic violence and also to get people excited about what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I actually, I did, I filmed a gala for a a, a domestic violence nonprofit, Unsilenced Voices. I don't know if they, I think they're like a couple years old, so. I don't, but yeah, I'm, I don't know how, like how how many there are. I'm sure there's a lot to to keep track of all of them. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few in Colorado Springs, and there's thousands across the country. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know a wonderful cause that needs the attention and needs people to still stand up and break their silence. So being able to help more nonprofits that deal with domestic violence, even here in Colorado Springs, um, is really cool. Being able yeah. to share what I did with them or what I did with my nonprofit to help other nonprofits kind of do that same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so funding is just one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where does that, uh, how, how does, what's the other aspects that makes a nonprofit uh, successful? Uh, their social media presence. That's my jam when it comes to helping nonprofits tell their story. Mm-hmm. And it's about the story. It's about how you get your message across and how people can relate to that. Cause let's be honest. I mean, I, I know we're talking about domestic violence, but you're not going to get excited if you're going to hear someone say, stop domestic violence, end domestic violence. It's outdated. No one wants to hear it. And mm-hmm. millennials don't want to hear it. It's not exciting. And I'm not going to wear a T-shirt that says end domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to tell me to break the silence, if you're going to tell me to get loud, if you're going to excuse my language, say FDV, then I might be, what? What, what did you say? And it, <laughs> it gets people excited and and interested and curious about what the cause is. So social media presence is my jam. I tell nonprofits how to create content. I tell them how to create impactful messaging. I help them create impactful branding because all of that is related Mm -hmm. and all of it creates what is going to become a successful nonprofit. The Mm -hmm. fundraising will come. The dollars will come if people understand what your nonprofit is doing. Um, So for me, I teach organizations how to fundraise online. I teach them how to create better messaging. I tell them how to create a better team. And ultimately, that creates what the nonprofit makeover is. Nice. So every aspect, like Mm -hmm. uh, down to marketing, down to structure, down to... uh, Funding. Content yeah, and content, fundraising. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, sweet. So, so what? Uh, uh, 
kind of just to explore that a little more just because I, I, I hope to provide value to the listeners and maybe inspire someone to want to start their own nonprofit because I think that's awesome, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the more people that are helping more people, the world's just better, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And that was my thing. When I transitioned out of my nonprofit, I knew that if I poured into more nonprofits, that's ultimately me pouring into millions of more people that can be impacted. Mm-hmm. When I was with my nonprofit, we were reaching about 200 million people every month. Nice. And that's huge. That is huge. That's <laughs> like a ton of that's a ton of households all over the world. So imagine if I poured into one nonprofit for cerebral palsy or another organization that deals with seniors or another organization mm. that deals with children, we are impacting thousands upon millions of people in our community to create it about to make it a better place yeah so what do you see is like a like a, a main reason why a nonprofit is struggling or you know maybe on the verge of failing what, what is some of those things <laughs> they're outdated okay and and with all due respect it's because of the way that nonprofits have been running mm-hmm. it's outdated and it's very traditional I mean, we can get down to the nitty gritty of, oh, nonprofits are still sending paper mailers in the mail. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Millennials aren't opening paper mailers that say, hey, donate. And let's be honest, millennials aren't going to, you know, the same type of events or the same type of, you know, gatherings for causes that maybe other demographics Mm -hmm. are. And the way that I want to, you know, really shine a light for nonprofits is the future of giving is in millennials and in our generation. And for us, we want it to be cool. We want it to be exciting. We want it to be fresh. We want it to be fun. Mm -hmm. That's why we created Battle of the Bands. That's why we did, you know, luau's. That's why we did um, partnerships with Sephora and big name uh, corporations because we knew that people were going to get excited about it. Mm -hmm. And so for nonprofits, the whole social media thing is foreign and mm, I don't want it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to look at it. I don't think it's valuable, but I was raising about $20,000 a month on Facebook donations alone during the pandemic. So if that doesn't say something to you, we need Mm -hmm. to get with the program. We need to get hip. We need to get up to date so you can reach more people and get those donations Mm -hmm. all over the place. Not just by grants, not just by those paper mailers, not just by walking down the street, say, Hey, give me a donation. Mm -hmm. We want people to get excited about giving. And we want those people to get excited to tell other people about giving and and make a bigger impact. Exactly. (laughs) Because you can definitely, that's the power of the internet. Yep, exactly. (laughs) To reach more people when Mm -hmm. you're able to do that you can have a more of an impact absolutely like, there was a lot of uh, nonprofits that went out of business because of covid yes. in fact matter of fact this office right here was a nonprofit. Uh, wow. like it was it, like the office for the podcast <laughs> yeah and so it was if, wow. if, if, i forget the exact name but yeah they, they they closed down and they were helping people like uh like they're and then they, they couldn't no more <laughs> yeah it's and it's hard and i wish that i was able to help those nonprofits before that happened mm-hmm. Um, but I realized that there was such a great need. I don't know if you know this, but there are 1,500 nonprofits in Colorado Springs. I've heard. <laughs> and there are so many nonprofits that need help. And there are so many o- different opportunities to help them, mm-hmm. whether it's a virtual benefit concert, whether that's creating music marketing, whether that's creating content, whether that's creating a fundraising strategy online or a digital marketing strategy online or creating better social media campaigns or even just creating social media campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things are foreign to nonprofits that have been doing mm-hmm. the same thing 
for decades. Yeah. So, which um, is what, what are some of those things that they're they're doing that are kind of outdated? Uh, well, the paper mailers yeah, paper is mailers one. For sure, yeah. um, the types of events that are being hosted are are this are the same types of events. Mm-hmm. Um, let's switch it up. Let's get a little different. Let's you know spice it up and see what works and what's not working. Um, even just diversifying how money is raised. I mm-hmm. think a lot of organizations stick with the same things, and that's great. Um, but what happens if all the grants dry up? What happens if you're a smaller nonprofit and you want to apply for a grant, but you can't get the grant because another organization here is already, uh, you know, they have the team, they have the infrastructure, and they have the manpower to apply for those grants, and they have the capacity and the capital to still go even if they don't have a grant or grant funding. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have these new nonprofits that are coming up into our community and they think that applying for a grant is going to be their solution, which is great. But if you're just putting all your eggs in that basket, what happens when you don't get that grant? You're going to be broke and you're going to have to close your doors. Mm-hmm. So we have to think of ways that how we can help you beyond just grants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Yeah. yeah. So, how how long were you doing uh, uh, break the silence against domestic violence? Is there uh, an abbreviation for that? I called it BTS. Okay, BTS <laughs> ADV is the short. Um, the nonprofit is ten years old now, and I was with them for about eight years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And you did, did you start it or I you did just start? Oh, it. you started. Yep. Okay. I started it while I was in college. I was 22 years old. I left an abusive relationship and lit the world on fire. Okay. You were, you were you were ready to go. You said that that announcing it on Facebook kind of was that like a catalyst for you to really? Yeah, it was did, different. And nonprofits weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, people who are affected by domestic violence don't just go and share their restraining order on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did. And I was different, mm-hmm. and that kind of just shows you were you were representing what you were talking about. You were yeah. breaking the silence. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and that spoke that spoke for who I was and what the work that I was doing. That I'm here to create an impact, mm-hmm. and so that's that's who I am, and that's who I will be. Is someone who wants to create an impact and bring people together, and bring the community together. Whether I'm in San Diego, which is where I'm from, mm-hmm. or out here in the Springs, or if I'm in Wichita, Kansas, or New York City, or in Malaysia, wherever mm-hmm. people are, it's all about community and bringing people together and showing people how to do it. For sure, and the power of the internet allows you to do that Absolutely. from Colorado Springs. Yep. <laughs> yes. So, do, do you work with uh, nonprofits from around the world? I do. So we've worked with, gosh, what feels like a lot, a lot of nonprofits over the last year and mm-hmm. during the pandemic, especially. And this, this, uh, the makeover, nonprofit makeover, that's, this is like about a year old, right? It's it new. is a year old. It's still a baby. Um, so it's really exciting that everything that we do is fresh and new and different. And if something works, awesome. We're going to run it. Um, if it's, uh, not working, then it's all about pivoting. Being an entrepreneur, that's what it's about. Yep. Um, so yes, I've helped organizations all over the world, and it's, it's exciting because the causes vary from all sorts of different things. Nice. Okay, yeah. sweet. <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, uh, the the Boss Babe Network. What's what's going on with that? Sweet. So uh, taking my nonprofit makeover hat and turning it into Boss Babe Networking. So that piece was created also during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it honestly started off as a hobby. It was just a, a way for me to bring women together because I was missing human interaction. Mm-hmm. And I put together a small networking event at Kawadi and it was really well received. And then literally the next day, the pandemic shut everything down again. Mm. Okay, cool. So then uh, 
2021, we brought uh, the event back by doing another event at Kawadi. We did International Women's Day, which, uh, quick plug, we have another event on March 8th. Okay. Nice. <laughs> at Kawadi? Uh, no, we actually have it at Epiphany. It's okay. It's nice. going to be so, so epic. We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, we were bringing together women vendors, women-owned uh, businesses, uh, boss babes, people who were just wanting to support women. Uh, we had painters. We had artists. We had boudoir photography. Uh, we had all sorts of all things women all in one place for the International Women's Day event. Um, and that turned into networking events. And then that turned into uh, trips to Hawaii. I did a Boss Babe mm -hmm. Tropical Getaway, which was super epic. I uh, was able to bring a bunch of women from here and in Florida to Hawaii uh, for a beautiful trip. It was super amazing. Uh, then we offer social media management services for select businesses. Uh, we're very selective on who we work with, but mm -hmm. boom, that's what Boss that, Babe Boss Babe does the social media management as well? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. We, uh, women, women businesses, I assume? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> so we are not just limiting ourselves to just women, but we definitely have a heart for women. Mm -hmm. uh, but because we're so great at what we do, we you know want to be able to share our talents and our gifts with other businesses as well. For sure. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting that the network event evolved into essentially a marketing company. So many things. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's all of the pieces and all the things that I'm good at, my team's good at, and we just bring things to life, which is really exciting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So did you bring your, your – so what's what did you stop doing uh, Break the Silence? Um. No, it's still happening. Okay. It's still going. You passed it to someone else? Something like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep it. We'll keep it at that. Okay. I was just curious because when you said you had a team, I was wondering if you brought the team that you had there, or if you got new people, or how had that looked. <laughs> sure. We'll talk. We'll, if it, you're okay with coming. It's, it's one of those things uh, that I I can't disclose quite yeah, yeah. yet. Okay. Um. But I will say this: that the nonprofit is still happening, and my greatest hope is that they're still creating an impact mm -hmm. and really taking the vision that I had with the nonprofit and really just bringing it to life. Mm -hmm. Um. When I transitioned out. I know that a lot of people uh, were confused about the transition, mm -hmm. but I think it was the, it was the best move for me and being able to share my gifts with more nonprofits and being able to really just bring the impact mm -hmm. to be to outside of domestic violence and being able to help uh, more causes. I think that was great. Um, there was some transition that happened as well with the team that I had and that I built with a nonprofit, but there is still a team that exists with Break the Silence and they still uh, create impact with survivors of domestic violence. Nice. Yeah. And so, so, so I'm just curious, uh, what is some of the, 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 the coolest things you've done with the nonprofit, I guess you could say? Oh gosh, there's, there's a lot. Um, I was featured in Glamour Magazine, ESPN, Huffington Post. I did a photo shoot in the One World Trade Center. Um, and it was featured in Glamour Magazine, the same magazine that Kim Kardashian was in. Um, I've met tons of celebrities from CBS sports analyst James Brown, a rock star Dave Navarro. Uh, we had a community discussion in an adult film star's house about abuse. Okay. Uh, Christy Mack, I'm not sure if you've heard of her. I don't know. <laughs> um, so she's an adult film star. Um, we have a, an episode on this podcast, actually, that's doing really well because they share the same name as an adult film star. <laughs> <laughs> so great. That's awesome. Um, that, uh, we've done really fun events. I've gone on national tours. I've done a documentary. Um, and I'm, n I'm not a videographer. I had this idea of going on tour and filming survivors mm -hmm. and 
going a- around the country and filming their stories. I did that. Nice. Um, I met a lot of people, hosted a lot of events. I've traveled across the country and just lived a really awesome journey with mm-hmm. the nonprofit for sure. Yeah, it sounds like it, it opened like a whole new world for you. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> it it did and it really taught me so much about myself. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that situation and ultimately becoming the woman that I am today. Uh, if it wasn't for those experiences with that nonprofit, I wouldn't be me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something to really cherish with uh, where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Well, sweet. Uh, so, do you have any? Which, what's your? What are your goals with uh, the the nonprofit makeover? And I'm saying that right, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So. Yeah. So my goals are to create an impact and okay. uh, being able to help as many nonprofits as I can. And I have a lot of people behind me that um, help with making this possible. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, one of my partners, which also happens to be my husband's company, Anthem Music Enterprises, we partner with social media campaigns, content, music marketing. Um, they've also helped put together one of the most epic virtual benefit concerts that I've ever seen during the pandemic. Um, we did it at uh, a studio out here, and it was so beautifully done. Um, when was that? Was that before I, I, I met you guys? I don't know if I've seen that. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. Okay. Uh, the benefit <laughs> concert? It was virtual, all virtual? Uh, it was virtual. Okay. Um, of course, we filmed it like humans, uh, like yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> uh, live, um, but we were able to stream it virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, and we raised about $16,000 for the nonprofit wow. during the pandemic. We did that in July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you've seen it or not. I'll send it to you. There was a lot of cool virtual shows going on. I know Post Malone did one. Like this is the beginning of the, the, yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. And like, I seen like a deposit for like a hundred thousand dollars. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, not not that much, but it was like yeah. but within like an hour he had like raised yeah. like three hundred thousand. I was like, this is crazy, dude. <laughs> it, it's also post Malone. Yeah, it's also post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a really great mm-hmm. uh performance where we were able to bring local musicians and our also artists from LA to come out. We also had a our friend Q uh, shout out to Q the Rebel, uh, who came out to film our production as well. And we had a whole team. And if it wasn't for Anthem Music Enterprises, quick plug, uh, it wouldn't have been possible. So yeah. we were able to put a benefit concert together. That was really awesome. Um, yeah, we do a lot. So our partners really make what we do possible. Because this is not a one-woman show. This is not a one-person jam. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I truly believe that teamwork makes a dream work. And mm-hmm. even situations like this, having this conversation is going to spark the attention of other nonprofit leaders who are going to be like, oh, what the heck is that? And you provided that opportunity to do that. So yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you saying that as well. <laughs> and speaking speaking of Terry Josiah, his episode is, you can actually listen to about, about Anthem Music Enterprises uh, because he has an episode on here that's like, way back <laughs> I mean it's like a year and a half ago but it feels like forever ago right time's, time's, it's weird how that works how time backwards feels like forever ago but like literally I can already feel like this year's already going to be over tomorrow like yeah you know, like, I want to I want to take so it piece by forward. piece yeah for sure <laughs> and it's like I, I feel like this year's going to be like my fastest year just because I'm so like busy you yeah. know? and got a lot going on more than I've had in different years. So, so it's interesting how that works, but it's more fulfilling as well too. A fast life, I guess. <laughs> it's an exciting life. Yeah. I like to, 
now that the ch- this chapter that I'm in now, everyone thinks that I'm super busy, which I am, by the way, for the record. Um, but I'm as busy as I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I am very intentional about my time and how I spend my time and who I spend my time with. Um, just because life is too short. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that the people that I am surrounding myself the with the people that I'm working with are in alignment with my vision and my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year, I'm hoping that it's everything that I've imagined it to be. I literally have the number 22 tattooed on my back. Okay. So it's uh, very intentional. And I hope that this year is exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I'm excited about why, that too. Why do you have 22 too on the back? Well, I left an abusive relationship when I was 22. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a really pivotal year for me because it, ultimately springboarded me into the woman that I am today. And so it's a whole story. I can mm-hmm. literally talk a whole another segment on that, yeah, yeah. but it's a whole thing. Yeah. I, I know Taylor Swift has a song called 22. I don't yeah. Know yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like this funny because like all these songs have a song about a different age and like I, I just don't check 23 blink 182 it's like no one likes you when you're 23 <laughs> <laughs> and then taylor swift's got 22 uh i wish i i wish I, I, adele has an album called 30 or something okay like that, yeah right? <laughs> i need to make one for oh dang it i'm gonna be 30 in a month so tell stole that from me <laughs> in like two months actually but nice. but yeah so I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> events. Uh, we were talking about events. We we mm-hmm. talked about the benefit concert. So going back to going back to the event that I was just talking about. So mm-hmm. um, the first event that we have coming up. Speaking of Anthem Music Enterprises. So uh, I say we. I am not a musician. I do not do music. Everyone okay. always asks me that, and I do not. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't. Yoko Ono thought she could do music, <laughs> and she couldn't. <laughs> Um, so no, no, hey, no, that was that was shady, you know. But I mean, have you heard it? <laughs> well, it's a different style. I, I can't say I do music when I have a husband that does music and he does it very well. Yeah, yeah. If you know Terry Josiah, you know that he he's the man with the music. Um, but when I say our team, I guess it's our team, right? It's our team, people, my husband's team, whatever. Um, I still tell I still tell them what to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anywho, they have a show on February 18th at Epiphany, mm-hmm. and it's called the Urban Classic Date Night, and it's going to be a super awesome show. Our last show sold out, standing room only. It was literally packed mm-hmm. to the brim. And so if you are someone who loves music, who wants to be a part of an amazing experience uh february 18th at epiphany it's going down tickets are now on sale boom that's happening i also am putting together a show um with boss babe networking um also benefits the pikes peak children's museum we are going to be creating a women of the world exhibit at the pikes peak children's museum in case you haven't been there it's a really dope I didn't museum. even know i didn't know it existed boom there it is a new nonprofit. <laughs> it's right across uh the street from springs trampoline park it's right on airport road okay um amazing organization that i had the pleasure of working with uh last year um and so we are creating a women of the world display from the uh content that we're going to be shooting at our women of the world multicultural production also at epiphany on march 8th on international women's day and it's a beautiful assortment of different performances from women literally all over the world from uh flacorico to uh latin fusion to uh tahitian dance from a hula dance to uh, hip-hop dance you name it um, we are highlighting different women of the world and having a beautiful production um, for international women's day 
That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And when is that one? March 8th. March 8th and then uh, February 18th. Yes. Uh, for the the Urban Classic at Epiphany. And these are both at Epiphany, right? Yes. Nice. We're big fans of Epiphany. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, they're yes. pretty new too. Uh, yes. So, so how did you guys make that connection? I'm curious. Um, that's that's one of those questions for my husband. You you want to answer that? <laughs> uh, I guess um, let me see if I could do your story justice. Okay, so my husband was a part of the Colorado Enterprise Fund. Uh, it was. It's a great uh, community building program. Oh yeah, with Corey Ar- Arcaris. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so we, even though we knew Jules, but Jules was in the program as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my husband was looking for different venue opportunities, and Jules knows one of the owners of Epiphany. Uh, shout out to Ben, and she made the connection between the two. They hit it off. Incredible, wonderful owners at Epiphany, Russ, Mandy, and Ben. Incredible human beings, all about community, all about bringing people together and bringing diversity to their space as well, Mm -hmm. which I think is really special. Being super mixed myself, um, having a space where you're supported, has great food, has great entertainment. It's a great looking space. And if you haven't been to Epiphany, it's where the old Thirsty Parrot is. And let Mm -hmm. me tell you, it's it's bougie and it's all things boss babe and i love it and so they made that connection they did their first show uh a few days before christmas mm-hmm. and it was a sell out show stopping show that yeah, people the, are the still talking was, about was, yes just from the social media post that you yes. can feel the energy yeah shout out to their social media manager <clears throat> oh yeah that's, uh, is that someone in the room <laughs> uh, 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 um, uh, your girl right here um but yeah it's a incredible space and i did I do that story justice? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's how it happened. And then, of course, my husband connected me with them, and I connected with Mandy on this particular event. Her birthday is going to be coming up actually a few days around International Women's Day. So I don't know if she's going to watch this uh, podcast. Maybe she will, but we might be doing something special for her. Is she uh, part owner of uh-huh. Epiphany? Okay, uh-huh. So it's Russ and Mandy, their husband and wife duo, and Ben. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So in case, I mean, you can't see my husband in the room right now, but he, uh, he's my eyes and ears. And he also reminded me that the connection that really solidified the partnership was we're really good friends with Yeme, Yemi, Yeme. Wow. (laughs) I was trying to combine his first and last name. Um, but Yemi is uh incredible human being. Do you know Yemi? I don't know. He's an amazing human being. You need to meet him and get him on the show too. So um, I don't even know if I no. Don't plug it. Don't plug. Okay. okay. So, uh, so Yemi though is an incredible human being, great community activist, super all about the community, um, and we know him. He also goes to our same church, DCC. Okay. And uh, Russ is also business partners with Yemi. So when mm-hmm. all these uh, connections happen, we're like, okay, there's a lot of synergy, a lot of you know collaborations that have been uh, in progress. So. That's how that happened too. Nice. Well, sweet. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, I love just to learn how we're, how connections uh, form. You know, like let, let let people know. It's like it's the, the there's that saying. It's not it's not what you know. It's who you know. But then it's like you can literally get to know anybody. But, <laughs> so. but it's also about who knows you. Yeah, yeah, and, that too. Yes. And creating those healthy mm-hmm. partnerships and healthy. That sounds like the social media com- 
coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And social media is how you do mm-hmm. it. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, or I'm just going to post on Tuesday because it's Tuesday and that's great. But if you really want to create action, you want to create those relationships mm-hmm. and create that awareness about your brand or your podcast yeah. or whatever it is. Well, that's actually why I started this podcast. That was the original reason was to help uh, get to know business owners and get, get my name out there, let people know me. That's and cool. then it evolved into more things. And it actually like, it's like, okay, this thing's actually pretty cool you know <laughs> and, I, and just for you to know and i'm sure you know this a lot of people that i whether i'm doing business or you know talking to people or collaborating with people they actually i've heard your name be brought up that's exactly it yeah. <laughs> so you're doing it so it's working so, so are you it. familiar with uh, gary vaynerchuk absolutely okay yes gary v that's my dude <laughs> he actually and uh he uh, the, the reason why he says start a podcast, he actually gave me the idea. Like he literally said, start a podcast called Your City Name Business Podcast. I was like, Colorado Springs Business Podcast. <laughs> and that's kind of like, and, but when he said that though, it really resonated with me. I was like driving. I was like, I'm going to start this. I'm going to make this happen. But one of his analogies, I think is the best analogy for uh, that, like letting people know your name. But he said like that in high school, there's that one kid uh, who had like medium popularity maybe. And, uh, but his parents were away on the weekends. So we started throwing parties and he said and then his popularity shot up and then he said having a podcast is like throwing the party and so it's like you know my name's gotten brought up in a few places i've actually been recognized in public five times by people i didn't know <laughs> and like the, it's the weirdest thing too it's like cause our reach isn't that this isn't like massive like our reach but it's so like concentrated that that's that's like that that just happens i was walking my dog at the dog park and, and some some guy walked past me and he was like hey don't you do that podcast and i was like wow I feel isn't like, that a good feeling yeah. <laughs> like you know, all your hard work because people see the product they see what you're putting out there mm-hmm. and they're like oh yeah he got a podcast and mm-hmm. he's doing all things but like no one saw you grinding to make this happen yes. no one saw you building your podcast mm-hmm. no one saw you putting in hours and sleepless nights it's the consistency i mean he saw it (laughs) well yeah yeah. but but other people don't they see the display they see the beautiful you Mm -hmm. know videos you put out the interviews the people that are coming onto your show um but it's awesome because you know how much hard work you put Mm -hmm. into it and then for people to recognize that maybe people that don't even know you and you're like dang i did it yeah i did it (laughs) it really is a good feeling it's like uh uh yeah and so it's like you know there's the consistent work and you know like that's why I added that in soon the world uh, number one podcast. Hey, <laughs> just put it out there. It's, it's the best podcast in the world. Yeah, oh, yeah. there it is. Drop it. And, and the reason why I uh, I believe that that it's possible too. I mean, yes, it's community based. It's it's Colorado Springs centric. But the things that that the values and the things we discuss in the podcast are applicable across the nation. And also there's business development there too. It's like, you never know who's in New Jersey, who maybe has an aunt that lives in Colorado Springs, or maybe is planning to move to Colorado sometime. And then they, they come and check, like you yep. never know where the connections exactly. are coming from. And that's, this kind of goes back to why I was saying it's like, that's why I like, uh, hearing those stories of how you met this person. Cause you never know, like you, you never, never know. know who's watching. You never know yep. what, as long as you're, like putting yourself out there's like like you said as well it's like you gotta let people know who you are absolutely <laughs> and it's it's huge and yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in that as well if you if, I mean, it depends on what you want in life you know yeah exactly <laughs> it really depends on that but yeah i guess we could start uh uh winding this down is there anything else you would uh like to to promote or let people know uh, well, we talked about Boss Web Networking. Thank mm-hmm. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked a great deal, and I didn't know we were even going to open that door of my nonprofit, which I appreciate because yeah. I haven't told that story in a minute. So I appreciate that and being able to you know, impact others and listeners, mm-hmm. watchers, uh, to let them know where I came from because I think that 
kind of similar to what I was just talking about with you is that people see me here, but they didn't see me when I was getting out of that situation. They didn't mm-hmm. see the hours, the sleepless nights, the putting in grinding in the gym uh, to make what I built possible. And so they see here, they see the finished product and that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, So being able to share those stories and share these moments really just brings it to life that, hey, it's, I'm a real person. Yeah. I fail and I can succeed and I fall and I pick myself back up. Um, And I hope that that inspires other people who may be creating nonprofits, who may be wanting to share their story, um, who may want to connect with other people. I think my greatest hope is that someone watching this or listening is, hey, anything is possible. You just got to dream and you just got to create a plan. That's my jam is mm-hmm. create a plan. It's not about, oh, I hope that I'm going to do this or I my biggest dream is. No, it's if your dream is to be on a podcast, if your dream is to create a podcast, the ultimate way to do that is literally creating steps on how you're going to do mm-hmm. it. And so uh, I think my takeaway for today is anything is possible. Um, and also, if anyone wants to connect with me, they can find me anywhere on Official Boss Babe Networking, um, or they can go and find me for my nonprofit stuff, all things the nonprofit makeover, Instagram, Facebook, my website, uh, wherever social media is. Um, mm-hmm. You can find me on there or just connect with me at I am Kristen Faith on social. Yeah, or, or drop a comment and tag her in this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's it's cool. I, I didn't know we were going to talk about uh, uh go deep go deep in that any, either, but uh, like it kind of just felt right, you know, br- br- leaning into into that because I was like I I was also curious as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. actually funny bringing up uh Corey Akeris again. Uh, she told me like uh when she was on the show, it's like I guess uh, like she started talking about things like she didn't even like she just started opening up is what she said and she told me that that i like was able to do that in like a really good way and like i've I've built a skill is what i've noticed like doing these interviews doing these podcasts and someone told me yesterday uh one of my clients they're like you listen really well i was like well you should have seen me before i did the podcast (laughs) (laughs) nice no i guess I, i can listen but i also i get distracted too and i get these thoughts and i i've had to learn how to cool those out during like doing this podcast it's like you you're listening to someone but then you get this thought and you have to you know just Keep listening. <laughs> like, hold there while I listen, but not interrupt you so you can share your thought and I don't forget. Yeah, well, it's like I, I learned to just let it go. Like, if I forget all well, uh, just because I'm going to forget it. Uh, but it's better to listen to the conversation and, and actually be in tune with the person yeah. instead of thinking about what you want to talk about. You know, so it's like, it's just something I've had, a skill that I've learned because of the podcast. Sure. So many benefits, yeah. like, from, from doing this podcast. I've, I've uh, told... Uh, a few people recently, actually, I think it's the biggest impact I've had for my business uh, doing this podcast. I think it's literally the best thing I've done for my business. That's awesome. <laughs> and like, that's without getting, I, I would, I wouldn't even mind if we didn't have any sponsors just because it's so valuable in that aspect, I think. And then the, uh, that's, that's, that's the, the selfish aspect. The, the non-selfish aspect is the awesome impact it has for, for the community, uh, for the people in the community. And, and I think it's just that that's just makes it even better you know it's like it's and that's the reason why i continue to do it (laughs) well shout out to you for believing in your mission and believing in your purpose and giving people a voice in this way Mm -hmm. how we it's kind of like we have a similar way 
in giving people a voice in terms of creating content for them. Because ultimately, this is creating content yeah. for people to share and to chop it up and, you know, all those things without getting into, like, the nitty-gritty of social. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> you're, you're giving people a voice in mm-hmm. a really special way, and I hope you understand that that's really important for a lot of people who feel like their story doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And for you to be able to sit and provide this space for people to talk and to share and to open up and to – you know, share their gifts with people who are watching or listening. I think that's really special. So thank you for yeah. doing what you do. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited because it takes just one episode to lift the whole platform up, mm-hmm. uh, like one episode. And then it leads to like so much growth for everyone who's been on the show. That's, that's, that's a big driver for me as well. So, so well, this <laughs> is going to be your most viewed podcast okay. and, uh, or video podcast. So well, Shout if, out to if if, if it is, then that's that's perfectly fine with me. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been uh, the COS Business Podcast, and we'll talk to you guys on the next one.